Hey, we got a mic. Um, hey, if I could get everyone's attention quickly for the next 10 minutes or so. Louder. Um, this is the last time that we're going to gather together uh, before we break up. In about 10 or so minutes, we're going to break up, um, and we're going to be able to hear from our missionary partners. And you can actually see on your table the different rooms that the missionary partners will be sharing. Um, but uh, one thing I wanted to do for a few minutes um, is I wanted to give you all the opportunity to hear from Wendell Hannigan. Uh, Wendell um, is a leader. Um, he is a member of the Yakima Nation. Um, and going back, I guess now, uh, 14 years, uh, they have been hosting uh, Chris and Mary Granberry and Sacred Road Ministries. Um, and uh, Wendell, from the beginning, has been a very key part of that ministry. Um, and I wanted him to share with you, um, I, I had two questions for him. Um, the first question is, uh, Wendell, what would you say to us as a church, what would you say to these missionaries to encourage them in, in what they're doing? Well, um, thank you for the opportunity and, and as each of the missionaries that are here present, we're we're truly grateful that you invited us here into this home for us to be able to share and request of your prayers and support from each of us here. And I've been uh, working with Chris now for, like I said, this great number of years. But, uh, you know, there's always uh, times when, when we do fall kind of short and, and things are not going as well as they could be but we always try to endeavor to, to support each other as best as we can. You know, there's over 570 Indian tribes in the United States. Uh, there's probably about three times that many north of the Canadian border. There's probably 10 times as many tribes south of the Mexican border. Each and every tribe has its own culture, language, and traditions. And, you know, so, each, you know, each of us as tribes, you know, we, each of us strongly believe that we were placed here by the Creator. There's many things that, that we believe in, each of them, each, and our languages are so colorful and different. I, I use the Inuit language as an example. Uh, the Inuit have about 70 different words for snow. You know, honestly, truly, when they say a snow, you know, whether it's, you know, when it's soft, uh, Temperature-wise, you know, the snow snowflakes are yay big, and when it's cold and cold, the snowflakes are really, really thin. But when when Inuit tell you snow, they you know precisely what kind of snow it is that that the. But the Creator played a joke on us, as Indian Native people. Uh, we can't talk to each other. <laughs> We gotta we gotta use English as uh, the medium when we talk to each other. So, but you know, just you know, each tribe you know uh, is grateful. You know, we're I think Chris, you know, back back home. You know, in my lifetime, you know, I've seen like you'd call it a parade of uh, missionaries. You know, some stay for a day, some stay for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years. 
They stay there long enough until they feel good about themselves, and then they leave. You know, so, you know, we're, we're kind of, people, are, our people are stuck back down at the bottom again, and we're starting all over. But I, uh, I really appreciate what Chris Granbury has done there at Yakima. You know, he himself, you know, he came out there on a one-week team. And when he was leaving, he knew that the people that he was visiting with, you know, were not going to have anything there after he left for maybe a year or more. And so it, I'm not sure what, what drove him to, to make that hard decision. He moved to, to Yakima, him and his wife, and he had four children. All The oldest, I think, was 10 years old. And <coughs> he set up a system there. They have uh, Bible, Bible study, on, ongoing Bible study. They have children's club everything that they're doing. And uh, I get to orient the teams that come during the summer. And I look forward to seeing some of you when you come this summer. But the way I explain to the teams, the children that you're going to meet, they don't know you. They don't know you personally, but they love you. They love you because the teams that were here a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, set that love inside of them. And you're setting the, the framework for the teams that are coming next week, next month, next year. And so the children are not left out. They, they always have someone to look forward to, someone to share that love that they, maybe they don't get at home. And so we're grateful to the teams, the people that come to visit our reservation. We're grateful for the time that you spend. It's all just one glorious, glorious effort. And we're grateful. It's making a difference in our communities, in our communities. This year at White Swan, I think we had the largest graduating class ever in White Swan. And I, I kind of attribute some of it to what Chris is doing. He's doing classes, you know, to help the students, you know, as, as they accede to the, to the classes. So we're grateful for that, that it's taking place, and I'm not sure I answered your question. <laughs> that, that, that was encouraging to me. Um, you, you, t you, you talked about it a little bit, um, but how can we as the church, you know, you think about it, the first neighbors of the American church are the American Indians. They're our first neighbors. So how can we love our first neighbors uh, well? Well, I, I thought I didn't swing this. <laughs> Th this is going to be an easy one. Why do you think it's important for what Chris and Mary are doing with Sacred Road to happen on other reservations? Well, just as I tried to explain, you know, missionaries, you know, come and go virtually. And, you know, like I say, there's 580 different, different, different tribes in, in the United States. And, you know, if there's a there's a way that we could uh, replicate, you know, if, if there's a way that Chris himself could 
document virtually all the work that he's doing there somewhat as a field guide perhaps you know to, to other people I, I know that, that there's there has to be real hundreds of other people that are willing to move out to reservations and, and offer you know the same love I think that Chris has brought to us and so I guess we just like to share that uh, the way that you know the way that we've worked with out there that we have Chris's worked with as a guide and assistance, offer assistance to other people that may you know, want to try to move out to, to different reservations. And so I, I just, we just like to see us help each other in that way, in that regard. If we could figure out a way to clone Chris and Mary, that'd be, that'd be pretty good. Um, well, thank you, Wendell. I'm going to put Steve Stigler on the spot really quick, and I'm just going to have you come pray. That's all I'm going to have you do. Because this is the last time that we're going to be able to be together. And so thank you. Uh, for being with us. This has been just a huge encouragement for us. Um, uh, th this has been a fun, you know, four or five days and just getting to know you a little bit better. Um, and we'll continue, yes, um, in, in the classrooms. So as soon as he says amen, you can throw your food away, head to the classrooms, and then we'll gather again in the commons area or just, uh, you know, for dessert fellowship after that. But thank you for being here. Um, it's been just a joy having you, and, and I'm going to have Steve kind of uh, close us in prayer. I think Dave didn't give me any, any notice on this because he knows that I would probably have taken the opportunity to prepare some remarks on Steve's testimony, and he probably wants it to be more streamlined. I do, though, really want to say um, thank you to Phyllis. Um, everybody give Phyllis a round of applause. Not <laughs> uh, a few of you have come up and said, you know, oh, this, this is so good. You know, thanks for all the work you're doing. And I, I mean, honestly, I think those of us, all of us on the committee, would say that we have done very little to make this happen, especially logistically. And and Phyllis just kind of pulls it all together um, and fills in all the gaps. And there are a lot of gaps um, when as when us on the committee are trying to help her, but it's really, she, she does all the heavy lifting. And also, thank you to Dave um, for his vision and work through, um, through missions, and then um, all, those other, all the other um, members of the congregation who are part of the committee. Um, and thank you to the missionaries for being here, for um, those of you who are uh, on furlough or traveling here on furlough and traveling here. Um, you know, it's time away from your families and sometimes time away from your ministry. Um, but it's really, um, it's really important that we hear what you're doing. And I think it's, the, Bob Burnham was staying with us uh, these last few days, and Bob and I have talked about this, but it's just so, uh, you know, we, we are encouraged in the work we're doing. And so much of what um, our outreach committees are about is how do we facilitate and encourage our congregation to live missionally um, in our own context? And a lot of us, and, and also how do we see the gospel going forth throughout the world? And it's both of those missions. Um, and you coming here really is a big part of us um, learning about that and being encouraged in the work that we're doing. So thank you for sharing 
your time and your resources um, and your efforts um, and your stories. I think most of all your stories and your endurance. So um, I'll close us in prayer uh, and then we'll split. So, Father, uh, we come to you today just with hearts that are um, joyous and thankful for the opportunity to spend time with, um, with our friends in fellowship um, over a meal um, and hear what it is that you are doing and the ways that you are moving um, throughout our community um, and our nation and the world. Lord, we thank you for the encouragement that you've given to us. Um, we thank you for just an opportunity for to slow down, um, to have um, be reminded of the gospel, of the sacrifice of your Son Jesus Christ, of the sinfulness and brokenness in the world, but also, most importantly, the hope um, that you have given us through your Son that we may rest in that hope regardless of our circumstances. Lord, we pray for those who are here visiting us, um, for those who have come from near and those who have come from far. Um, and Lord, we pray for their ministries, um, that you will give them rest, give them hope, and help them to be um, fruitful and help them to be faithful, that you will protect them and their families from harm, um, and in the travails of life and ministry, that you will be with them and that you will minister to them and help them to continue to grow in, in faith. And we thank you for them sharing that faith with us so that we may also be encouraged. Father, we thank you for this time. We pray that as we go out, um, that you will be with us and that you will remind us. Remind us daily of your grace. Remind us daily of the, the sacrifice you have made for us. Um, remind us of the beauty of the world and its suffering. And Lord, we just, we pray as you have taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, 